recorded live. Amen. God bless you, children of God. We want to greet each one of you in the mighty and precious name of Jesus Christ, who is our strength and our redeemer, our very present help in times of trouble. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church. Kingston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. We pray to the Lord is blessing you very well wherever this broadcast is finding you. God is truly amazing, and the more we experience him, the more of his amazing character and amazing nature and amazing self is manifested to us. Uh, Think about relationship with God as a process. Most good things in life are processes. It takes time to develop a child in the mother's womb. It takes time to learn how to fish, to learn how to be a good husband, to be a good wife. Most good things in life uh, are process-oriented. Well, our relationship and our walk with God is no different. It's a process. It takes 
time to learn for you and I how to become, learn to be good sons and daughters in the faith. We thank God for who he is and all that he has done to us, through us, and for us. And we pray that as he speaks this evening, uh, his word will be clear, we will be blessed, and the will of God will be better known to all of us. Uh, for those of you that have been following the broadcast, you know we have been working on our most recent topic entitled what? The Greater One is in You. The Greater One is in You. And I just want to encourage you, child of God, to remember that God is in you. It's nothing like you lacking or you uh, a nobody or you God is inside of you and he's inside of me and uh you know we can do all things through Jesus Christ which strengthens us. That's a strong statement. For God to make that statement right there, because if that's not true, then God is lying. But if that is true, or should I say since that is true, that means there are no limits for us children of God. There are no limits for us. You know, the only limit for us is us um, thinking that maybe it's not possible or maybe we can't do. But, you know, God has given us limitless potential through Christ. He has given us limit. We can get we can get and do just about it, just as much through Christ as we want to, as we'll believe, as we'll accept. So I just want to encourage you under the sound of my voice that through Christ you can do it. You can do it. whatever you think and you can't do. Through Christ you can do it. Uh, we're going to take a look at the book of uh, Deuteronomy. Chapter 9, with a special focus on verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 9, with a very special focus on verse 1. From the New King James Version tonight, Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 1, the Lord says, Hear, O Israel, you are to cross over the Jordan today and go in to dispose nations greater and mightier than yourselves. Cities great and fortified up to heaven. Once again, Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 1, New King James Version. Hear, O Israel, you are to cross over the Jordan today 
Go in to dispose nations greater and mightier than yourself. Cities great and fortified up to heaven. And we're working off of our theme, what? The greater one is in you. The greater one is in you. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, we praise you, we adore you. We reverence you. We pause reverently to give your name glory, to give your name honor, to give your name praise. You alone are God, and besides you, there is none of us. Speak to us, Heavenly Father. Speak deep down in our hearts and in our minds that we might hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. Have mercy on us, Father. Forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our iniquities, our doubts, our fears, our anything that is in us, Father, that is not like you. Father, we repent. Forgive us. We ask that your mercies be renewed in our life this evening. We cannot make it without your mercy. We cannot make it without your grace. We cannot make it without your spirit. But with these things, Father, we can do all things. Teach us tonight that your people under the sound of my voice may have a better understanding of your good, pleasing, and perfect will. These and all other blessings we ask and count done in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, and the people of God say amen. Here in Deuteronomy chapter 9, we have a very interesting point in the nation of Israel's movement. The nation of Israel's movement as a people, was very much adjacent to our movement as children of God. The same way the nation of Israel had to move as a people, we as Christians today are moving what? As a people. God said something to his people thousands of years ago that he's still saying to his people today. Why? Because people, some people still ain't got there. He said, hear, O Israel. In other words, God said, look, before I start doing a lot of what? Talking. Before I start doing a lot of explaining. Before I start doing a lot of showing you what I want or asking you for what I want. You've got to hear me. The Bible says that faith, it comes by hearing. Faith has always come by hearing. People that don't hear God well don't move well with God. A lot of times when they have children, I remember hearing this from T.D. Jakes years ago, probably about 25 years ago, and it was very profound. A lot of times uh, children that have behavioral problems in school, you know, children, I just won't do right, won't get right. When they, when they, when they test him, the first thing they test on him is what? His hearing. Let's see if he can hear, because maybe you telling him to sit down and he can't hear you. 
Maybe you're telling him to be quiet and he don't hear you. So a lot of times uh, the wrong behavior has to do with the wrong what? Hearing. God says, hear, O Israel. My prayer for you and my encouragement for you, child of God, is that you will hear God. I was dealing with one of our pastors today, one of our bishops, actually, in um, Nairobi, Kenya. And we were discussing maturity because I discerned there was a lack of maturity that I was dealing with. And I said, well, what is it that makes us mature? And he said, constantly hearing uh, sound biblical teaching. And I said, no, man of God. Not constantly hearing sound biblical teaching, but constantly doing sound biblical teaching. We can hear sound teaching all day, but if we don't do it or put it into practice, we can still not be uh, uh, we we'll still not be mature. You could bring a baby in here right now, a newborn baby, sit him in here right now, and I could teach and preach the word to him all day. And do you think there will be much change in that baby? No. Why? Because he's not going to do what it, he doesn't understand to do. And that's, that's exactly what I discerned in this individual. You might be hearing it over and over and from place to place and from preacher to preacher. Some of you under the sound of my voice, you may be hearing the word of God. But you've got to do this thing. This thing has got to be done in order for us to, to move like God wants us to move and, and to do like God wants us to do. So hear, O Israel. And then God come right back after he telling them to hear. He tell them what to do. Hmm? Come on, saying, Hear God and do what God says. If you're wondering about the simplicity of, of Christian growth, Christian maturity, Christian, hear God and obey. He tells his people to hear him. Then he tell them what to do and tell them how to obey. He said, you are to cross over the Jordan today. Now, this was symbolic because they had to cross a body of water to get out of Egypt or to get away from the Egyptians. And now they are crossing a body of water to get into their blessing. Well, what does that mean to us? That means that we got some things to go through to get out of some stuff, and we got some things to go through to get into us some stuff. So don't be surprised that you're going through what? Some stuff. Going through some stuff is an indication for us as children of God that you either coming out in something or you either coming into something. You either coming out in something bad or you coming into something good. Be encouraged, my brother and my sister. You got to, the Lord said, you got to cross over the Jordan today. God said, you 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 can't do what I want you to do. You can't walk in your destiny unless you cross over the Jordan. You say, Apostle, what does that mean to me? That there are some things that we there's some there's some things we got to cross in order to move to the next place of our destiny. You know, I I, I know I been very pleased. I remember when I first had these these medical challenges that I'm dealing with now, and, and I couldn't walk. I remember I couldn't even stand up on my feet, on my foot, my right foot. I couldn't walk without special shoes on. 
And today, you know, I was walking back and forth without no shoes on my feet, really rejoicing. Why? Because I remember when I couldn't do it. See? I remember when I couldn't do it. You know, and as we walk with God, there are going to be some things that we are going to learn that we can do that we once couldn't do. Some things that we can have that God says you once what? Couldn't have. Some places you can go that God says once you couldn't go. He said you got to cross over. God says you got to cross over. There's a God says, look, there's a whole another level of blessings for you. Come on, somebody. When you what? Cross over. There's some things that each one of us have got to cross over in order for us to move into the next level of blessings. Some fears we got to get rid of. Some doubts we got to get rid of. Some attitudes we got to let go of. That's if you want the next level of blessing. God said, look now, this is if you want to dispose greater nations that are mightier than you. That's if you want cities that are to take over cities that have been fortified up there, then you've got to cross over. I want to encourage you, child of God. What? Cross over. Cross over. Get in the habit of of things that you are afraid of trying and afraid of doing. Trying them. Trying them. That's how you that's how you get rid of fear of, of stuff. I was watching one of my favorite movies last night. Uh, called Game of Thrones. And there's a group in the Game of Thrones called the Unsullied. And these are a group of eunuchs that were born and, and taught to be uh, basically uh, assassins ever since they were little bitty boys. And one of them was explaining to one of the ladies how they work. These these individuals show, don't show no fear. You know, they don't they don't holler out when they hurt. They just some tough. One of them got his chest cut, cut a piece part of his chest cut off, and one of the first, and didn't even scream out. And what one of the the, the unsullied was was describing to a lady friend of his is that the way they teach the unsullied how to get over fear and how not to walk in fear, they find out what you're afraid of. Maybe one young boy, when he's unsullied, they get him and he's afraid of dogs. Maybe another one is afraid of heights. Maybe another one is afraid of water. The one that's afraid of dogs, they'll make him sleep with the dog. Stay right in the room with the dog. The one that's afraid of heights, they'll make him climb up to the top of a cliff. The one that's afraid of water, they'll drop him right in the water. Just get him in the habit. The very thing that you are afraid of, here it is. Job said it like this when he was going through his trials, and I and I feel like this very often. Job said, the thing that I feared most, that which I feared the most, has come upon me. It's, you know, it's, it's difficult when the thing you fear most has come upon you, but it's also freeing. When you go through it, because once God take you through that thing that you have been afraid of the most, you come to find out it ain't what? It ain't even that bad. It ain't even that bad. Now, I can say now until we go through it or until we experience it, we'd be like, we'd be like, ooh, 
it'd be like Wu Mufasa. You remember how you used to say Mufasa and shake, shake everybody up. But once you go on through it, you're like, look, man, you know, my God is bigger than this. My God, as terrible as it may be, as hurtful as it, my God is bigger than this. So I want to encourage you, child of God, you know, these four to five cities up to heaven, these nations that's greater and mightier than the Israelites, their God was what? Bigger than they, than that. And our God is bigger. A people, look at verse two, great and tall, the descendants of the Anakin. Now, these are descendants of giants whom you know and whom you have heard said, who can stand before the descendants of Adam? God said, I know exactly what kind of people I'm sending you in here to take over. they giants to you. God said, I know that they are extra big. I know that this problem is extra big to you. But God said, I'm trying to teach you that, that it ain't bigger than me. God will purposely have us go and deal with some Anakin. And then Anakin were a people that were descendants of giants. God had the nation of Israel purposely go in and have to deal with some folk that were giants. That were descendants of giants. God said, I know exactly what they are. I know exactly how they look to you. I know exactly how they feel to you, how, how afraid they make you feel and how they make you shake in your boots. But what I'm trying to show you is that I'm bigger than they are. Verse 3, therefore, understand today that your God is he who goes over before you as a consuming fire. He will destroy them and bring them down before you, so you shall drive them out and destroy them quickly, as the Lord has said to you. I want to prophesy to you, child of God, that thing that you've been thinking is bigger than you, you're going to realize, God is going to reveal to you that it is not bigger than the God that you are serving. Children of God now, that thing, that person, that place, that thing that, that we've been thinking was so big, that the descendants of Anik. God said, I know they're big to y'all. But God said, they ain't big to me. They, it, just, it just ain't big to me. God said, they ain't big to me. Stroke, God said, I know it's big to you. God said, they ain't big to me. Heart attack, God said, I know it's big to you. But God said, they ain't big to me. Cancer, uh, HIV, God said, this stuff be big to you. But God said, it ain't big to me. So I want to encourage you, child of God. Let's look at things through God's eyes and, and through God's perspective. And as we do so, we will begin to, to take on a different look at so many things. Because we will begin to understand that it's not big to God. It's not impossible to God. That's why the Bible tells us with God, all things what? are possible. Are possible. Somebody sing us a, a song of praise. Oh. 
Church at gmail.com. Check out our website. Stop right there. We have a new website. Announce that we have a new website that is in, uh, that is working, and we will give that to the saints uh, starting tomorrow. Tell them we have a new website. We have a new website which will be given to you tomorrow. All right, finish everything up. Saints, you can reach us through email at the Christian Center Church at gmail.com. Check out our website at www. Can't check out our website there anymore because we have a new website. Check out our website at www.rnd.com. Go on to after the website. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 and 6 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444 and enter ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the TalkShoe website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen.